Fake news. Mr. President. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Mr. President. I just want to have one thing to say. Mr. President, I'm trying to get a word edgewise here. Fake news put out Mr. President, it's not. Mr. President, it's not fake news just because you don't like it. A few days ago, fake news called. Enough! Each and every Tuesday, the Journey into Comics Network brings you the real news with the poor of poor, with the late breaking news that really matters. The following is a Journey into Comics Network production. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Journey into Comics, the podcast dedicated to all things nerd, with your host, the podfather himself, Nate Phillips. Who? Star-Lord, man, legendary outlaw. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Journey into Comics. It's episode 192. As always, I'm your host, Nate, and today joining me is a very special guest. He's been making the rounds on the Journey into Comics network. You've heard him on Brews with Babes. He's appeared on the Voice of Survival podcast, Foodies Watching Movies, and now gracing us with his presence on Journey into Comics. Welcome to the show, Keith Evans. How's hey, it going? Hey, what's up, man? Good Not to much. be back. I'm glad to talk to you it's again. It's like fun. Yeah. Dude, it's like two weeks in a row we're getting to sit Definitely. down and do this. This is Definitely. cool. You got your rocking your Batman uh, sweatband today. I love oh, it. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. Is he your favorite? Uh, no. Okay, Spider-Man so, was always my favorite. That's out amazing. The, out of the big three, it was like Spider-Man, Batman, Superman. Okay, okay. And most people argue <clears throat> between Superman and Batman, and I would say Spider-Man, for sure. I was always like a Marvel person. Oh, me too. Uh, I'm a huge Marvel fan. Batman's the only one, and I only enjoy uh, either Tim Burton's or Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah, you're yeah, like Joel Schumacher are... never happened. No, no, no. no what no. are those movies? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like Adam West. He's fine. Different league. Yeah. Like he didn't do Bat nipples. You know, like <laughs> George Clooney. I'm sorry, George Clooney will never escape that though. He forever brought on Bat nipples. Jo- Wait, what are the Bat nipples? In uh, in this. in Batman and Robin, which was the fourth movie, which mm-hmm. would have been after Forever. Uh, his suit had nipples, like it actually had. Oh, really? Bat nipples, yeah. Interesting. And then it still had the crest for Batman. It was the weirdest thing. Like, why does the suit? There's no functionality to bat nipples. I just recently saw uh, Batman Forever for the first time in a long time, and it is horrible. Oh, yeah, it does not hold it's up. It's like literally the only saving grace is that Jim Carrey is doing the Riddler, like yes. at the time. But then still, he's suffering from like. They made the him too. Just terrible. Yep. Uh, Val Kilmer is the worst. <laughs> As bad. It's simply, it's it's the worst. He's like, like barely good. Bruce Wayne. Or, yeah, but Bruce he Wayne is too, not yeah. Batman at all. He doesn't sell me on. Well, it. I mean, I feel like the Batman thing is like the Batman thing can always be disguised because you're gonna get most of any emotional acting from. Him being in Bruce Wayne. You're right. You absolutely. Know. That's where you're so, going to see the character. Uh, yeah, Val Kilmer is just really bad. He's terrible, man. That movie. And I love Val Kilmer. When <clears throat> Val Kilmer pops up in something, it's like hilarious, but he's really bad. At he it. looks bad now, though. Have you seen him like recent years? No. Rough shape, uh-uh. dude. Like, he doesn't look like the same person. There's a couple people that I know that go to cons every year, and he just started doing signings, you know? Yeah. Which. 
Uh, what does that is say? Is that like a sign? Yeah. The I signing mean, is a sign. Yeah, the signing is definitely a sign <laughs> that he's like declining. That rhymed. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. That was crazy. I mean, he was doing some good stuff like while he was older, I feel like. Like, I mean, he was in McGruber. Yeah. And that was good. Yeah, McGruber was good. It's way better than his role in Batman, that's for sure. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy to think about that cast, though. Jim Carrey, Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. Val Kilmer. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Still Drew didn't, Barrymore's Drew, in there. They still didn't put it together. Huh? They still didn't put it together. Like, they still didn't nail it. They had an opportunity oh, no. with, like, yeah. they had a good cast. They could have done a yeah. good thing. Yeah. I would have preferred, and I want, you know. It's I, so 90s, though, too. Like, yeah, it's. Didn't, and didn't it, wait, what year did that come out? Uh, 96. 90s. Yeah, yeah it's, 96. It's like, uh, like it epitomizes the 90s. Like, Definitely. The, 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 the movie starts out with. So it made me remember like my childhood because uh, it it starts out with like Batman's going like on a chase, uh, Two Face had done something or whatever, and um, there's a scene where Alfred is like uh, he's like, do you want me to uh, do you want to take this lunch or something like that? He was like, no, I'll get drive through. Like, and then I remembered, I was like, oh, that was from when Taco Bell was like. Promoting, like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I was like, die laughing, like, it's so stupid. It's very, <laughs> like, it's I, so stupid. Man. And like, the angles, like, the, the, the camera angles are all like diagonal, everything's diagonal in this movie. And it looks like, like, a, like, a, like a Nick Tunes, like, it, it just looks like a Nickelodeon show. I feel like I need like, to actually watch this movie and analyze it, not like, because as a kid, really I liked bad. the movie, obviously. Yeah. But as I've grown up, I don't think I've actually seen it in a full sit through. I think it's because I'm terrified that it's going to be Chris O'Donnell is in that movie. His debuts as yeah. Robin. Yeah. Again, awful. It yeah. just doesn't Blatantly work. Blatantly a grown ass man. Yeah, just like he's full not, grown. Like, like not, you can't get adopted. You're like 25. Get like, a fucking job, yeah, bro. Like, like just go get a job. Uh, but it's just I don't know. It's the first two are good, Batman wise. Yeah. And did you ever? Did you? Know, my my thought was I really wanted to see Billy D. Williams as Two Face. Like. That could have happened. Oh, yeah. He was Harvey. Know. Yeah, you know? I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't know. Probably Tommy he... Lee Jones. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones was a huge actor at that time. True. Uh, he had all his fugitive movies and You have some Marshall, right? Wasn't he in that, US too? Yes, Marshalls, yeah. Or, yeah, he had a lot of stuff. Man, he was doing all kinds of shit, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. So, if you... Okay, so you only have a preference for certain Batman movies. Then right. I, you're a big Spider-Man fan. I've got to ask, mm-hmm. who's the best Spidey? I mean, what 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 are you preferential to the Tobey Maguire era, the uh, Andrew Garfield era, Tom Holland's new era that's you know rapidly becoming? I feel like it's weirdly not enough. There's not enough data. Oh, you <laughs> like conclude. need more before you can have yeah, more evidence like, before you can decide. Like, I mean, I thought uh, what's his name, Andrew Garfield? Art Andrew Garfield. Uh, I thought his was really good. I mean, I liked the Tobey Maguire one, like the first two movies. And the third um, one was awful. But Tobey Maguire, obviously at that time, they weren't like putting together, like looking at longevity as far as like doing a, um, like the universe, like they're doing Correct. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like they weren't doing that then. So it's like. When they did it, I mean, Tobey Maguire was young enough for like the first two movies, but it's like you know, it's Tobey Maguire. He's grown ass man. Yeah, again. So he was like in his thirties when they cast him, right? Yeah, I think so. Crazy. And I think he was. They were still playing the whole high school thing, right? Like Like, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, And yeah, like so, they just didn't really. 
you know, that didn't, it's, it's why they reset it. Like, I mean, you know, with resetting it now, I think that was a good start. I think the new Tom Holland dude, that's his name, right? Yeah, dead on. Um, he, uh, he's good. Uh, we just got to see, because we had one Andrew Garfield one. Two. Uh, were there two? Amazing Spider-Man 2 had uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro. And uh, they I did the Gwen. I have not seen that one. What? I have not seen that one. We're going to plan a day where you're going to come over and we're going to sit and watch one. it. It's so good. Okay. Yeah, I have not seen Especially that if you're a fan of like comic book Spider-Man. They yeah. do Death of Gwen Stacy like flawlessly. And it's just a beautifully done movie. I, highly underrated. Yeah. It's opening weekend did $95 million and Sony considered it a failure. Well, it probably cost over one hundred and thirty. Yeah. So, so but they yeah. still made their money back. I mean, it's Spider Man. I mean, Spider-Man, they did, you know? but they they're expecting to make. You know, they're expecting to do Black Panther, and they did not. Yeah. They did not. <laughs> they, they did and not. speaking, that's a great segue, actually. Yeah. Because that's why we're here today. Oh yeah. True, you finally saw true. it. I did finally see it. Black Panther I'm, thoughts. I was. Uh, I chose to be as black as possible about it. Okay. okay I'm gonna sure. be very late. To see this movie, no, um, no, nah, I just, I just didn't get around. Like it, it was a lot going on at that Dude, time. Dude, and it was, was winter. Getting, Fuck yeah, that. I was getting a lot of stuff together. Like I, I, that's when I was uh around the time I was film uh, uh filming this uh album. Yeah, absolutely. So I was just busy. Yeah. Like, and I couldn't make it to like go see Black Panther. Uh, I really wanted to see it. Doesn't matter because you saw it. I, I, yeah, I watched it with uh, my fiance and my uh, daughter. And uh, my daughter fell asleep. No surprise. It's a yeah. little bit slow for kids. I mean, it, it yeah. can definitely be a little she bit slow. She was into it, though, like, you know, in certain parts or whatever. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought it was worth all. <sighs> yeah, please break it down. I want to get all your opinions on this. Like, <laughs> I thought, I, I think, I, I thought it was worth all the hype, but in a sense, it wasn't. Okay. And this is why, because. I feel like, so the whole thing about it, the whole like stigma or whatever, I'm probably using the word wrong, but um, the whole thing around it was, you know, it being a black cast mm-hmm. um, and it's a major budget, you know, film. Um, yep. Summer blockbuster. Yeah. Ma- major accomplishments like in a lot of areas and yet it was big and great, but then it also just felt like a normal Marvel movie that was good. So then it's like, well, why? <laughs> then it makes me mad that it's like, well, why does it have to be like this? Like, why, why was been it such level. a big deal when it was just, I mean, it was a really good movie. Yeah, um, totally. You know, I didn't think, I don't think it was the best movie ever okay. made. Okay, we'll like talk about that in a minute. Cause, or any, okay. any otherwise. I mean, it was just really big budget. Like, sure. had good, like, I mean, I, I think there's other black movies that are, you know, just as good, like that aren't, you know, that aren't, um, high budget, big yeah. budget films, high budget action, totally. you know, superhero films, uh, have better stories, more yeah. cerebral. I mean, I'm not one of those weirdos that like be like, Hey man, what about blade? Like fuck blade. But it was okay for the time. Yeah. Blade's fine. It, it was like, good I mean, for the time. It was def- Black Panther was definitely better than blade. Okay. Like, yeah, but totally. I mean, most movies now are <laughs> better than blade. Fair enough. So yeah. Like, uh, I just, you know, it's, it was really good and it continued the story and it did, it, it, it fit right into where it was. One of the unique things about it that I liked is that it, um, 
one of the biggest differences because uh, it was synonymous with like African culture. Totally. That it was definitely a huge. How do I say this? A huge difference in like watching a Captain America and be like, oh yeah, I know, I've seen this story about you know white dudes in New York going to war. Yeah, 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 going to war, World War Two, whatever. Totally. Like I've seen all that. This (laughs) this was something you don't really typically get a light on. It was like you got a bonus, like not only it being a Marvel movie, but you got the bonus of it, like delving into kind of a whole different, like you know, kind of story. Like, massive story. It's a bigger story. Like, I feel like, you know, the Captain Americas and the Thors are movies about them isolated, like, them. It's about them and only them and how they're going to work their way to the Avengers thing where Black Panther almost seemed like it could be could have been a movie, uh, like, it could just have its own separate franchise. Totally. You to. could play from every like, angle. Yeah, like, so I feel like that was one of the major big good things about it like um, like i'm not gonna lie if we don't at some point get a mbaku like heavy movie i'm gonna be really pissed because winston m duke was phenomenal in that movie yeah like he's one he is actually one of my favorite parts of the whole movie even though let's talk about michael b jordan I okay mean, man i thought I he killed he did it really good a lot of people and i want to get your opinion because you are big again i thought he was better in creed but i loved I, creed. Yeah, creed man that really movie is phenomenal creed was amazing and, and they're supposed like, to be doing the sequel this year yeah, i think or yeah. next year some something like that but yeah but he was him as killmonger was uh good a lot uh, of people really claimed good. that he was on the same level as heath ledger's joker <laughs> mm, i wouldn't say that no i no. feel okay <laughs> no. i feel okay the the, the way i look at he, it is well it, first of all it's, it's 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 judging a different thing because the joker is such a monumental character exactly like we were virtually i mean you if you read the black panther comics and stuff you probably knew vaguely who Killmonger yeah, was, totally. but for the most part, this was the first incantation of Killmonger that we know. In and yeah, any major media. I don't think they delved into his character a lot in the movie. Like, I think they established certain points with the character. Like, and then some that important was it. spots. They didn't get into, like, you know, really... You know, who he was, how he came to be. And, you know, that would be an origin story. But they they didn't even do anything to make you want a Killmonger origin story. Really. I mean, I, I'm interested in seeing that. Totally. But I don't feel like they made it so... They didn't even give you a taste. It was just very one-dimensional. And then he dies. So, you know... Spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> but so. uh, if you haven't seen it by this point, though. Anyways, the thing about I think about Killmonger that was so interesting is... He has this story where he um, he's cast out, and and it makes everyone go, "Oh, I've been cast out in some regard. Right. Something has happened." Oh, yeah, and, and so then he's ultra relatable, and then his story is literally just trying to right that wrong again, relatable. Right. But I feel like he has that layer that like like some villains in Marvel movies are just like, "Ah, I want to get the gold," or "Ah, I want to get this power," and right. that's it. Where he was like, "I just want to go home." And, like, get my spot, you know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is very, like, uh, like a lot of things I read before I saw the movie mm-hmm. was talking about how, like, I mean, a lot of people sided with Killmonger because, you know, um, it, it was kind of uh, the story with him and Wakanda was kind of synonymous in a lot of ways to the actual story of Africans and African-Americans. 
Um, I love and that. That was like a thing, and uh, when I saw it, I found, you know I understood how they did it, and it made it made perfect sense. Cool. Um, and then you know it was it was almost as if the idea of the mystique of any superhero movie, where the, sometimes the bad guy is more painted as a bad guy than mm-hmm. an actual bad guy, and I feel like they did a good job in the movie of representing that. And if that was supposed to be synonymous with African-Americans, it's kind of synonymous in that whole thing. I think so. You know, where it's like, you know, you know, things are painted in a negative light, but in actuality, it's just a result of this, this, that, and the other. And like, you know, yeah. Um, with that said, okay, uh, sure. Bring it on. You know, and then, oh, well, here's the other funny thing that I thought was hilarious. Um, I remember when it first came out, there was a review of Black Panther uh, in uh, Breitbart. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it was saying how, so they did this clever thing where (laughs) they liked the movie. And they were saying how it was so synonymous. The story of Wakanda was so synonymous with America. And, like, Black Panther was Trump because, like, Wakanda was about, like, closing, keeping their uh, borders closed and not allowing. <laughs> yeah, like, th- th- literally, that was a thing. <laughs> you guys should see uh, Nate's face right now. I'm just <laughs> melting. <laughs> that just broke my head. Yeah, really? that was, like, a thing. That was, like, a... That was like a <laughs> That, it, that's like that the ultimate so slap in the face. And when I watched the movie, I was like, I mean, I guess I could see where they were like, do we, I mean, that's just basic politics that different countries have to decide. Totally. Oh, thing is not some thing that Trump invented. No, of like not at all. Keeping your borders closed or keeping like having that discussion is not a thing. That's always been a thing. He's not the first attempted um, dictator. Right. Like. And then, yeah. And obviously by the end of the movie, like, I mean, they didn't do that. I mean, Correct. I'm sure. That will result into some stuff later because I could just tell by the how serious it was about. It was really funny at the end, the bonus scenes or whatever, when they're at the like uh, Senate or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you know they make the statement um, about like how Wakanda will want can't sit back any longer and wants to help the world or whatever. And the and the uh, politician guy goes, uh. It's like, with all due respect, what can a farm country do for her? And I was like, that's just unnecessary, like. Just being rude for no yeah, reason. Like, like why'd like, you like, say that, man? Like, I was like, oh, I miss, I miss the, uh, I miss X, it made me miss X-Men. Because I miss, uh, I miss uh, mutants and people with superpowers yes. uh, destroying uh, government officials. It's just <laughs> like, at it meetings, was, yeah. I love that about the X-Men. Like, they were, their enemy was always the government. It's like, oh, what's the... I feel like in the X-Men universe, the White House was attacked more than any other place. Like, man, what's security? Fuck that. (laughs) We're mutants, you know? They did it all the time. Um, We'll get into Um, another mutant later because there's a big thing coming up. But I'm curious. uh, uh, Okay, one thing I can say, and I want to get your opinion again. Mm -hmm. Similarities to Black Panther and Lion King have been drawn. 
Can you see that at all? No, that's because it's like the idea that like because um, Simba a father, is because a father died, which in Civil War, and his son became a king. Like I mean, that happens but then all the he time. falls because of like not his uncle, but his cousin. So similar, like Scar and Killmonger play as one the same. Yeah, so that's uh, the that's really where I they mean, draw it. I think that's and then he rises again. But I'm, I think that's reason. I'm sure before uh, Lion King, there was many other stories that were like totally. that. Or I'm sure like even Shakespeare probably had a play that had to do with. Wow, I love that you're like no fuck I mean, everybody else. Yeah. We're going all the way back to Shakespeare. Right, like, like I'm just saying, like you can't be like oh no, it's like Lion King. Like it's not because also I've seen stuff where Lion King apparently stole some stuff from like a Japanese cartoon that it came Ooh. out. Yeah. I'd say that. I don't know. Damn, now I got to look that shit up, too. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's so, that's a reach. So, overall, favorite parts of the movie. Like, what are your top three favorite moments uh, from Black Panther? Well, my favorite out? thing about the movie is simply, like, how it resonates with me is, uh, like I said, a lot of people take the side of Killmonger. Okay. Um, and it made a lot of sense uh, when people were arguing that on Facebook. And then... Uh, a lot of people take the side of like you know Chala and like you know the Wakandan um, nation. Uh, me personally, I relate more to the Japari tribe than any other any other thing in the movie because they were just like eh, like they went, they challenged him to become king. They lost. They're like, all right, fuck it. We're just gonna went, sit on our mountain. Yeah, sit on our mountain and do our chilling. Then without them. There would even be no like they saved Black Panther from the thing because just because they fished him out of the water, dude. That and was like, awesome. Yeah, saved him, and then they were like, "You gotta come fight with us," and they're like, "Nah, we're good, man. And- <laughs> like, we we don't we don't want to fuck with y'all like that." And then like you know, then later of course you know for theatrics' sake they show up and yeah. you know blah 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 and save the day a fucking again. Yeah. And then they're just like, "All right, peace, bye." <laughs> like we're not. Like, You've not seen uh, Civil War or not Civil War, uh, Infinity War yet, right? No. Okay, no. so no spoilers, but all I will say is the Jabari tribe play another major role. Yeah, and it's so That's awesome. Exciting. Like I was saying, Winston That's Duke exciting, as Mbaku was one of my favorite yeah. parts of that movie for sure. He's amazing. Yeah, uh, it was really good. And yeah. that fight scene, the first fight scene between Mbaku and T'Challa when they're in the water to determine the Black Panther officially, mm-hmm. like when it's. Uh, T'Challa saying, okay, I know my dad was like the guy and it's supposed to go to me, but I'm supposed right. to give it up. That was such a beautifully choreographed like yeah. fight with the water and everything. and like It was good. Man, overall, I really dug this good. movie. So rate it if you could. Oh, uh, I mean, okay, so... And also, did you like the soundtrack? Kendrick it's, Lamar oh yeah. dropped, oh the, yeah, dropped I love the soundtrack. killer soundtrack. Yeah, I was on top of the soundtrack. Like, yeah. Do you want the claw mixtape? Uh, the what? The claw mixtape. What is that? Okay, so in the in the scene where they're playing poker in mm-hmm. South Korea, mm-hmm. uh, the dude Everett Ross from uh, Civil War mm-hmm. is talking to Ulysses S. Claw, and he's like, "You have a lot of guards. Are you going to be dropping a mixtape?" Oh, and yeah, he's like, yeah. "I am actually. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, yeah. do you want to hear it? Yeah. I got a SoundCloud. I was like, I want to hear it. Fuck it's yeah. on like, there. No, they don't oh. have one. I wish they I was did. Like, that would be. It would be. That's that what I'm saying. I really dope. wish That'd I could. Be super dope. Uh, but back to the rating. Sorry, okay. I didn't mean to derail. Oh no, you. no, you're good. Um, I'm trying to see how I can rate it because I mean, I. It's clearly one of the best Marvel movies. Um, that uh, pretty much all of the Captain Americas, 
<laughs> like yeah. all the Captain Americas are really good. Captain America is the funny thing about it. it. It surprised me that it was so good. The first one. Yeah. Because I just thought I was like, oh, it's just a side movie from like whatever. Um, but it was really good. I liked I like them more than I like the Iron Man movies. That's for, for sure. sure. Yeah, Cap movies uh, are definitely better. And Winter Soldier was phenomenal. Yeah, like yeah. very little superhero movie, very yeah. much an espionage movie. Uh, which the Winter Soldier at the end of a uh, Black Panther. Yes, that was <laughs> that was dope. Um, that was really dope. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Which now they call him White Wolf. Which White is they okay. ca- they carry they do carry that over to Civil War. So that's not really a spoiler. So um, yeah, but I have to. Um, I don't know. Um, I would give it, I mean, if we're going out of five. Sure, yeah. I would give it a 4.5. Solid. Uh, so I'd it's definitely it a 4. up there. 5. That one's a 4.5. Uh, Civil War is a 4.5. And the f- Winter Soldier is a 4.5. Captain America is a 4. Uh, Avengers. Uh, Xfinity War might be the first Avengers movie that I really, really like. Yeah, because I didn't really care about the other ones. Like, Dude, I, I Infinity War much. has. Um, I haven't seen a Thor movie either. Um, any of them? I've saw. I saw the first one. It's decent. And the only reason I watched that Thor movie is because Natalie Portman was in it. Yeah. Um, and now she's not in the rest of them, so I'm like, she's ah, in the yeah. second one. Is she in the second? Yeah, one? she's in the second one. She plays an interesting role. Oh. Um, but then that movie's not like the best per se. Right. Um, but then the third movie, no Natalie Portman fucking great movie like totally just on its own is just a different thing yeah so um and it's like a hulk thor side quest story Yeah, are they going to do another hulk movie because technically the hulk movies previous to this aren't part of the Uh, universe incredible hulk with ed norton is they just technically recast banner okay right okay um but I don't know if you need to do Mark Ruffalo as his own movie. I think it's cooler to have him think, show up yeah. as other in other people's shit. Like, yeah. how awesome would it be if the next Spider-Man had Hulk? Mm-hmm. Like, that would be dope. It would be the fucking that coolest. Would be dope. You know, I think there's an, what is it? Like, is Spider-Man in Infinity War? Uh, yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Spider-Man, all the Guardians, Thor, right. uh, Cap, all the Avengers. Uh, no Hawkeye, no Ant-Man. But there's a reason they don't just like give you no reason. They they're tell busy. you why they they are well no they're 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 arrested still. Uh, from, oh yeah 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 from yeah, Civil yeah. War. It's not really a spoiler. Oh yeah, I forgot about so, that. I forgot about um, that. They're really the only two that don't get busted out because they're just normal ass dudes. So they kind of yeah. have to take it for the whole team. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like oh, and, and Scott's already got a record, so he's right. like, okay, well, I right. guess I'm going back to jail. Woo! So uh, four be interesting. Four point five. I think I gave. Black Panther, when I saw it in February, a 4.25. Okay. I've watched it two times since, and I totally agree. It's a 4.5, almost teetering on a 4.75. Yeah. Just because I, I, I genuinely loved that it was so immersive. You get lost right. in that world. Like, you don't even true. think about it. Very true. And then you're just there. And Very Wakanda's true. a yeah, place that's how good, that yeah. you want to go to. And it, technically, there's a Wakanda, Illinois, but there is no real Wakanda. True. So true. Don't go looking for it on the internet like some people, because <laughs> people have been like trying to search and like get a hold of Wakanda and get like go on like uh, what is that like uh, travel? What is it Priceline or something? Trying to get tickets to fucking Price Wakanda. Line. What other Marvel people are they? I mean, so I know Venom's coming out, but it has nothing to do with the universe. Technically, yeah. Uh so because I mean, it's weird to like not have. 
I, I, I want to see it, but I'm like, well. Rumor is Tom Holland will appear. He will. Really? It will have some connectivity, but it won't connect directly to the MCU. Right. Okay. You know? So that could be cool. Which I don't know why not, though. Why wouldn't you want that character? I think the issue is not that Marvel doesn't want the character. It's that Sony really wants that character to be now and make money with it and do stuff with it. Yeah. Like, uh, they just released Venom number one in comic book form, like a new launching okay. title. Okay. So, oh, what better way to get a hype than to right. add to having the movie true, thing? True, true, true. Big name like Tom Hardy. You know, he's already been in Marvel. Or in, so, in, uh, that's in, what I'm saying. The people in charge of the universe, do they not think that... They're going to do a good job. They can't really strike a deal to get that. Like, I mean, I think they're just going to let them do their own thing with Venom. If it flops, they can just hold off and bring it into their own light. And if it's really good, they can bring it in as well. It's it's kind of a testing ground. No need to bring connectivity if it's not going to serve a bigger picture, and especially with the Civil War or Infinity War happening right now. I want more uh, Spider-Mans. Definitely. Well, Spider-Man uh, 2 is question. slated uh, as the first movie right after the next Avengers. So Avengers 4 will be in May of next year, and then in July we get another Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Um, See, it, uh, it sucks that they wait so long. But it's only because, a year? Well, yeah, true, but it's like... No, but it's not a year from the... Yeah. It's only a year from now. Yeah. and Not and, a year from the first Spider-Man, or their first well, Spider-Man. Only would have been two years from that. Because yeah, that was twenty six. Like, I mean, that's no. how they're yeah, gonna was, have to end up recasting Spider Man, unless dude, they unless they go unless they delve into like when Spider Man went into like his twenties and shit when uh they had the busty uh busty Mary Jane. Oh yeah. yeah, I think I think Tom Holland is only like sixteen right now though. Oh, is he? So he was really okay. young when they cast him. That's what's up. Uh, so that's good, then. he could just live in this role for a while, you know, and become the Iron Man of this next phase where he's the leader of the Avengers. Like, yeah, look at me, I'm the guy that got through the bullshit and they didn't kill me off for yeah. whatever reason, you know. Uh, but no, I loved the Spider Man movies. Uh, obviously, coming up next, Deadpool. Two. Right. Excited about it? Did you like the first Deadpool? I did li- I did really like the first one. Um I mean I'm just like again, I'm the kind of Marvel person where I'm just like, well, when it comes out, I'll just see it, whatever. Like I'm not like I don't You don't rush like, to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's totally. But I do want to see that. I'm interested in because I was thinking I was like, is you know, I, I don't want to know too many things about Xfinity War until I see it. Sure. But I'm like, is Deadpool in it? Like, what does does it? There's this, there's that. Like, what? And then I'm thinking, like, are um, what's? I have a question about the uh, the new mutants. Okay, sure. Like that movie that's coming out. That was that was supposed to come out in April. That they pushed to next year. Yeah. Oh, they pushed it to next year. Mm-hmm. Oh. It why? got pushed next year because they are adding a new character, but they won't say who they're adding, why they're adding them, or what purpose. Now that's it's part of the serve. universe, right? Still no. That's it's the end. okay. Uh, new that's new mutant. No, that's Fox. Oh. New mutants and the uh, X Men Dark Phoenix movies. Okay, will be the last two Fox movies. Okay, and then Marvel will transition and take over the property. Oh yeah, of- because even the uh, wait. So let me just make sure I'm on the right page. Sure. So X Men. Mm-hmm. All the X Men were all Fox. Fox. Correct. Okay. Um. So they don't even consider that part of the universe. No, but Deadpool technically introduced himself in the first movie into the MCU subtly. Well, yeah, but it was like a different, wasn't it a completely different? 
Nah, check this out. So, uh, I don't know how many people actually noticed this or not, but the final fight scene of Deadpool is on a big helicarrier. Mm-hmm. It's a helicarrier that looks very familiar. It's because it's a helicarrier that crashed in Captain America Winter Soldier. It's okay. one of the three from the Triskelion that right. go down. Okay. And these villains have salvaged it, and they're using it as like a place to hide out. Okay. That's where Deadpool fights, but they don't ever mention it. They don't call it the Triskelion. They don't, but it is literally, you can tell it's the same ship. Okay. Therefore, if they ever really wanted to, Deadpool already has his end. He's just been doing his own thing. Right, but Deadpool is part of the universe, right? Not right it's now. Not, it's still Fox. He's also Fox. He's Fox. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah, it's weird. Because in 92, I, I don't know if you know this, but in 1992, Marvel's like, oh, fuck, we're hemorrhaging money. We've mm-hmm. been making a million comics per issue mm-hmm. of all the books we're trying to sell. They weren't selling a million copies of every book. Right. So they're just hemorrhaging money, hemorrhaging money. What do we do? What do we do? They start panicking. We're going to go bankrupt. What's what can we do before we go bankrupt? Oh, we'll sell the movie rights. Right. It's a fucking genius move. Right. So like Paramount got Iron Man and Captain America and Thor, and then like uh, Fox got uh, the Fantastic Four, the X Men, Ghost Rider, shit like that. Right. Uh, Universal got Namor and Hulk, and like Sony got all of the Spider Man universe. So the deal was as long as something was in production or trying to be in production, they kept mm-hmm. the rights. But if in five years' time no production had been done or uh, there are certain, from what I understand now, parameters where if they put a movie out and it really sucks. Mm-hmm. Like let's say Venom bombs at the box office. It right. does $20 million for the whole weekend, which would be ridiculous. That's awful. Well, I mean, okay, put it in perspective. Use the Fantastic Four as an example. Okay, well, Fantastic Four did $65 million and it was a flop. Right. Opening weekend, Right. right? So, uh, again, superhero movies, if you're not around the $100 million range, you yeah. failed. So, right. uh, so if, let's say, Venom sucks, mm-hmm. Marvel could go, okay, Sony, well, you had your chance with that. You struck out again. You didn't make any money. Right. You lost money. Let's just buy that character off of you and finish this deal. Boom. Spider-Man's 100% back home. Huh. Because right now they just have a symbiotic deal where they can do certain movies and Marvel gets Spidey. And he can they can do certain villains, but they can't do every villain. Right. Like, I know that for the first Spider-Man movie, uh, the director, fuck, I can't think of his name. Doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It won't, it won't uh-huh. come to me. Uh, but the director was like, I really, oh, no, 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 no. It was Ryan Coogler from Black Panther. Okay. He was talking about how he wanted to have a Spider-Man villain in Black Panther. Right. Craven, the hunter, okay. right? Okay. Makes sense. Uh, Marvel said he's off limits. So he wasn't sure if it's off limits because they can't use him or off limits because Marvel's intending to use him. Uh, so it's like, a, who knows what the future holds there? Interesting. Um, other movies coming down the pipe you were asking about. Uh-huh. Get Captain Marvel coming okay, soon. Yeah. Brie Larson, that should be pretty yeah. good. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Did okay, you like the right. first Ant-Man? I did. I really liked that first Ant-Man, Yeah, it's actually. really good. Um... Uh, who else? What else is dropping? Yeah. Um, well, they've not officially announced anything. Well, I'm thinking anything. even of like what there, I feel like there's some people missing. Okay. Like, from where? From the Marvel like comic universe that is well known that we're missing. I just can't think of who it is. Oh, well, Namor is a big I mean, one. Obviously, Submariner. I feel like uh, I feel like eventually they'll repackage and redo in the actual Marvel universe. They'll redo Wolverine. Then I think like, so for sure. You know, Once Marvel gets the Fox properties, right? For sure. Uh, and then 
Maybe that's what it is. Because, I mean, I guess, like, when... I mean, you're missing. I still the very thing much relate. And... I still very much relate uh, it to the like reading it when I was, you know, a kid in college. Yeah. Uh, when I see the movies, I know the movies have kind of taken over. But then, like, when you present to me the idea, like, okay, Thanos, I wasn't familiar familiar with Thanos. Sure. Um, and th- Thanos is this like crazy, like big, powerful, omni, whatever, like blah blah, blah being, um, and he's apparently a threat, right? Correct. So then it like, how do you write that story, but somehow leave out like, like you're telling me the X-Men didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, well, like you're telling me Magneto had no idea. He's just like, like oh, like, go ahead. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah like, like oh. Professor, nobody cared. Like, are you telling me this one from, so to, to me, I guess, when you're doing it and like deeming it, this is the universe, then I don't know. It just has so many holes in it from all these other deals. That's previous deals that's going on. Correct. You've got a Disney. It's Disney is Disney. So Disney could have easily just bought. Well, they're trying to (laughs) bought already bought the rights. Like where the other companies like holding out on them and like, well, yeah, because they think it's a moneymaker. And I mean, and you got to think Fox. Well, Yeah, but it's only a moneymaker. It's connected. Like, I mean, it's not exactly. That's what they don't get. Yeah. Like if you keep pushing, if you're like, no, we're just going to make this on our own. Like people are going to be like, "Mm," like, you know. It's not with the brand. Just take the money and come up with your own. Like, how many people want to see idea. the thing versus the Hulk? Come yeah. on, that'd be amazing. I to heard see there's them. a new Fantastic Four coming out too. They're going to reboot it once again. Well, once Marvel Which gets once Marvel gets the property, yes, that yeah. will happen. I don't think it'll happen I thought, before I thought then. I read somewhere because like already kind of works. No, because next year's the end. Like everything Fox has to be done by next year. They can't have movies in 2020 that are Fox Marvel at all. Oh, okay. So the, if it if it was going to happen, they would need to be already in production, be creating those set pictures and stuff. Well, yeah, but I so. mean, if if say they, because can't they get a jump on it then? Like, can't they be like Marvel could. Like Marvel could be like, we're gonna make something and then not just release, just not release it. They until might 2020, have already, and then you know, shock the audiences. Yeah. Absolutely, they could yeah. be teasing something major coming down the road. Um, I wonder if they're gonna repackage Blade that we talked about Blade earlier. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes has actually said he wants to do the role again, but he's getting up there, man. Like I don't, oh yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it makes I mean, sense to have a sixty-eight-year-old to... Blade. You know, wait. Th- so what is Blade part of? Well, he is, he's a Marvel character, but he but was, in... oh God, who did Blade Paramount, I think, or New Line Cinema. It was New Line Cinema right. that had Blade. So he, Blade won't, uh, Blade's not in the universe. Obviously. He is now. How because is now? the deal, when the third Blade came out, uh-huh. that was the t- the clock starting to tick. That was like 2005, I think. Right. So there has not been a new Blade movie in 13 years that five-year time period has ticked oh, off and those okay. rights have reverted back to Marvel. Same with Ghost Rider. I don't know if they will, though. Maybe they will. Maybe who they knows? won't. I, I mean... I know. I don't know if you know anything. You know wrestling. Yeah. You know who uh, just got... Who, who just announced that they have a role in Marvel? No. Who? Titus O'Neil. Really? Yeah. I'm going to actually pull that up right really? now. Really? Yeah. That's interesting because uh, I know him and Batista are really good friends. 
Him and Batista are really uh, good friends. Let me read this okay. exactly to you because that's funny you say that. Yeah. He says, uh, 284 pounds now. Six weeks from today, I'll be ready for a lifelong goal to be reached. I'm excited about the process of going down to a leaner 41-year-old 270 pounds uh, Marvel character. Uh, has nothing to do with WWE, but everything to do with being blessed, man. Dave Batista, I'll see you soon. Mm. So he might be in the new Guardians movie. Shit. Interesting. That'd be cool. I don't know much about the Guardian, the Guardians of the They're Galaxy. So good. Uh, again, I haven't seen the first. I haven't seen any of them. I've been wanting to watch two because it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. but I feel like I need to watch one, and for some reason, one isn't on Netflix. So at some point, I'm gonna need to watch. I might try to watch them both of them before. So we'll do Xfinity the War. So we'll do the Black Panther thing again, and I'll just get you Guardians. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Cool. We'll make that happen. Definitely. Um, I don't know. It's what's does DC have anything? That's DC like coming interesting? up. Aquaman's in December. Yeah, but Jason I mean, Moa isn't the only good movie they had was uh, Wonder Woman. I haven't seen so it far. Yet. Wonder Woman was really good because it was a different story. The thing that made yeah. Wonder Woman so great was very much like Black Panther, how it was an isolated story. They really weren't right. interconnected to that universe, right? Wonder Woman does the same thing. Okay. It isolates the story. It's set in the past, not in the modern times, what's going on currently with DC. Like, it's set in 1914. Okay. So, the story's so isolated in time, it feels like a timepiece movie right. less than a superhero movie. Okay. So, it makes it really good. Is it, like, is it kind of in the air of Captain America? Do they do that a little bit, in a way? Like, yes. Actually, right. very properly said, yeah. Okay. Um, another movie to look for that is going to kind of be like that's definitely going to be Captain Marvel as well. Because uh, yeah. her story will be set in the 1990s and then catch up to the 2018s. True. So. What is uh, what is the company that the Watchmen is up under? DC. They're up under DC? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And the Watchmen just came back. I don't know if you're aware of that, but they've got a new storyline called Doomsday Clock that's out. Really? And it's the Watchmen actually making their way back into DC Comics and affecting like Flash, Superman, Batman, all of the major characters. Really? Oh yeah, it's it's been a very intense story. Because well, they so got they got to build up to their Xfinity War, right? Mm-hmm. They, which they what have, would that be? I don't uh, they would call it Doomsday Clock for sure, which yeah. is the story they're doing now because it's so brilliantly done. Okay. I mean, Doctor Manhattan is a super omnipotent character, right. so make him fuck with the timeline and make all the weird shit that's happened in DC's entire history his fault. Literally, he changed the timeline, and that's why there's all these multiverses. Because of Dr. Manhattan. And that's the story they're trying to flesh out. Wow. So, yeah. Pretty pretty well thought, to, that's thought out. That's pretty yeah. good. So, I thought The Watchmen was good. I thought it was definitely. Good. Yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder did that movie very well. He did not do Batman vs. Superman very well, but I digress. I haven't seen Batman vs. Superman. Honestly, I think it's a I've snooze it's fest. Bad. It's bad. I've heard it's bad. And I'll I believe it, it because, I mean, all those Supermans were so bad and... Anything new that they're gonna do with Batman is never gonna be as good as Christopher Nolan. Like they should have Christopher Nolan do all of it. Okay, so because then it would give it a darker tone and kind of like it would be. I think it would be cooler. I mean, with you know, I don't know. I think it would be a lot. So that he could do with that. Brando, when he was still a part of the show, had a really interesting thought that he wished would have happened, and it's. I want. I want your your light on this. Mm-hmm. So. End of Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Yeah. 
the movie's ending. You're, you know, you think Batman blows up. It's right. sad. Oh, but right. you see him at the cafe or whatever. Right. What if he's sitting there at the cafe and the movie's like getting ready to fade to black and out of nowhere, boom, fucking Superman. Because you're in the super real world the whole time. Right. And then fucking out of nowhere, here's this fucking Man of Steel. It would have set it off, man. That, people would have been That like, would have been really cool. I like that idea a lot. People would have jumped on board. Yeah, people would have been. I mean, you have Christopher Nolan do Superman. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be really good. I think. I uh, mean, it's there's never been a director that's crossed over and directed Batman and then successfully directed a Superman movie. The only person that almost did was Tim Burton. Okay. And his movie Superman Lives never got made because right. Batman and Robin was so awful. The studios like we can't take a risk on another shitty superhero movie. We're done. We're going to not fund you, Tim Burton. I just, I mean, because both of his Batmans were good. He only did two, right? One yeah. and two, and he actually is a producer on Batman Forever. Gross. Which, well, he had well, <laughs> Gross. He had a script for three, but they couldn't get Michael Keaton to commit to a third. And uh, when Keaton wouldn't commit, Tim Burton said, I don't know if I want to do it with anybody else. I'm done. Right. So they took some of his ideas, which turned him into an executive producer. Oh, uh, recently. So I just watched on the way here. I just watched on my phone. Um, Michael Keaton just did a commencement uh, speech for a uh, thing. And his he was like, I only have two words for you uh that if you leave with nothing else you leave with this and he goes i'm batman and then he just yes. walks oh. so yeah so that's going that's circulating now that's awesome around the i'm batman yeah around the internet god i so, love yeah. i love michael keaton's batman he was that was my first <laughs> that was my first real childhood superhero you know like michael keaton's dope yeah dope for real. i still haven't seen birdman yet that movie is brilliant cuz it's a single shot is that in uh the marvel uh, it's in nothing. No. It's in nothing. It's in its own universe. It's weird because the story of Birdman is like it's not the Birdman like the lawyer, right? No, not okay. Harvey Birdman, <laughs> yeah, attorney right. at law. Yeah, it's no, not that. Because uh, that'd be funny if that was the real. That'd be funny as <laughs> yeah. shit too. I kind of thought that it might be that too. No, the story is actually just about this actor who plays this character Birdman, but people don't know him. Like, hey, you're Keith Evans. They know it as, hey, you're Birdman. Right. So he just becomes like almost as if. He is possessed by the Birdman who like creeps in the shadows and affects his actual psyche. It's fucked up. Weird. It's a dark movie. It's cool Weird. though. Yeah. And they shoot the whole movie in like one camera shot, like going forward always. Yeah. It's weird. It's good. It's good and weird. Interesting. Very much so. Let's see if I got any other articles up here. We got a few more things. Is there any other comic book stuff you want to talk about while you're uh, here today? I mean, not crazily much i trying to think of anything i've been like like listening to or like hearing about that i've been interested in and had some questions on i'm sure there has been but i don't know what do you like star wars yeah okay here's some star wars news for you yeah uh today we got some new supposed leaked news about the standalone kenobi movie According to TMZ, the official movie will be called Obi-Wan, a Star Wars story. Right. Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm -hmm. Um, But the working title for the movie will be called Joshua Tree. Really? Weird. Why? I don't know. That's not right. That is weird. (laughs) That's not not correct. And allegedly the director attached to this film is Stephen Daldry. Never heard of him. I don't know who that is. Uh, Funny that it says that. If you don't recognize his name, Daldry is the three-time Oscar-nominated nominate, director of films like The Hours, Billy Elliot, and the 
TV series uh, The Crown. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah, that's a wide sweeping work there. We've got that. Why aren't we getting mm-hmm. it? Why aren't they jumping? Why aren't we getting a, a Yoda? Oh, I'm sure we will. There's yeah, no but rush on that. Why are they waiting? What do you mean there's no rush on it? That's what, like, we want to see that before Kenobi. No, man, you put that anywhere in the universe. I mean, that story's unless, so old. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, it'd be like, it'd be so, I don't know. I think it would be, because that's like showing, it's like the idea of, like the Star Wars and all the planets, like that whole mm-hmm. universe, but then taking what we know about it and then going like however many years before we knew. Past. Yeah. yeah. So it's like this. I feel like that would be a huge moneymaker. And also, you just just have what's his name do it. Uh, the dude who does a uh, the the dude who does a uh, the dude who, the claw. The dude who does Gollum and oh, like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, Andy Serkis. Yeah, have I him gotcha. do the CGI thing. Uh, okay, like, I like that. Yeah, uh, and do that whole thing like where it's just all his facial expressions really like. Could or, we sit through one or three movies worth of Yoda talking in his weird backward backwards ass speak though? Maybe there's a way. I mean, or does that like is that something that he evolved into? Like he used to talk maybe, normal as fuck, but then he got maybe, like hit across the head one I mean, too many times. I would imagine. I would imagine. I don't know any of the backstory of Yoda. Uh, Me neither, because I don't I, think they've told it. I don't it. think they've even wrote it. No, <laughs> yeah, probably but, not. But uh, they're gonna bullshit us until they have it. That's I what's happening. Imagine Yoda being as small as he is is an effect of him being so old. So I feel like he would be oh. like kind of just a taller, like taller heighted. Uh, okay, so he's almost like, like a normal size, yeah, and as like, he's aged, he's just. Right down, right. Into yeah, asked you. That's why I like. Yeah, that. I like. I I can imagine that. So you can have something where you change his look, and then if you go through it, three movies of it, then you know, gradually. Like I mean, I think Yoda deserves just as much concentration as Darth Vader does. Yeah, uh, and still haven't got Darth- a Vader solo flick though. Wait. Yes, we did. You got three of them. I know it was awful. Yeah, I was trying to act like it we was a bummer, but them. it still helps to know the story. It like, does. It, 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 it's not. I can't discard them. You know what I mean? Like I can't really discard them. No. Like, I mean, yeah, Anakin. They I serve mean, a purpose too. Have you ever watched the Star Wars movies in uh, Machete Order? Machete. You're like, order? what the fuck is? Is this? that just in order of how the stories go? Incorrect. The way uh, you do it is you start with Rogue One. Okay. okay? So Rogue One, right? A New Hope, okay. Empire Strikes Back, okay. So you have Luke's story, right? And you've learned about Vader, okay. And you still don't know until the very end of Empire Strikes Back that Vader is Luke's father, right? Then you go, oh, I need to go flashback. You go to Attack of the Clones, okay. You watch Attack of the Clones and Revenge uh-huh. of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Then you jump forward in the story to end both Anakin and Luke's story in Return of the Jedi in one fell swoop. You get Anakin's backstory, and then you get Luke's okay. ending story together, right? So you understand why Anakin okay. uh, was this good person that turned out to save right. Luke at the end. It doesn't just isn't some weird shoehorned in thing. Like, how can he be good? It doesn't make any okay. sense. And then you watch seven and eight and so on, which of course I don't know where Solo is going to fit Wait, in all that. But you said you just watched the first two. Ah, uh, you noticed I did not say um, when he uh, actually turns to Vader. No, 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 no. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. I skipped uh, Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. That was the first one. That way you don't have to deal with any Jar Jar. Uh, true. Cut out true. most of the Jar Jar. Uh, 
all of the important stuff. Because, I mean, yeah, we don't need to see Vader as a kid. And I think we don't need to see him as a child. It's so. jarring to see him as like 10-year-old Jake Lloyd flirting with 22-year-old Natalie Portman and then growing up to be like 20-year-old uh, <laughs> Hayden Christensen <laughs> flirting with 23-year-old Natalie Portman. Hey, man. It was, like too, it was too big of a jump, though, because she doesn't age at all. It's like, come on now. It's Natalie Portman, um, man. I know it's, it's Natalie Portman. I'm not fine. against it. I'm not it's against fine. it. It's just... If anybody should be allowed to date small young boy princess. Oh my God, Jesus, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. no, but, um, <laughs> Sadly for me. I, uh, I don't know. I guess. That's... She's, she's, she's an angel. Uh, she's an angel. But uh, um, So then wait, so then after you watch Return of the Jedi, then what do you watch? Uh, what do you watch? Do you, do you, you watch the last uh, two big ones? The most recent two, okay. yeah. Because that starts Ray's story, right. which is totally separate. Right. And I mean, there have been people that have tried to argue, and I don't know why the fuck you would do this. If you want to get real timey-wimey with it, you could technically start with um, The Force Awakens, do mm. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and then do all of Machete Order starting all the way back with Rogue One as a build up to whatever episode nine is, but we don't even know what the fuck that's going to be. It could suck. Oh, the next one coming out. Yeah. It's not going to suck. It's not going to suck. Did you hear that? (laughs) Did you hear though, off the strength of, uh, how good solo is probably going to do. They've already slated another spinoff story. Who is it? Lando. They're going to do Lando by itself. Yeah, dude, Donald Glover killed it as the, as Lando. So that they, they, you know, it's interesting because, uh, I mean, I think it's great that, Donald Glover is doing that. Uh, I and I think it's great that they have to answer. It's just like the. <laughs> it's funny to me, like the thought of like being like, Orlando becomes this like so important thing, which yeah. is just like I mean, you know, I mean technically during the whole time like of Star Wars, you always realize oh like. Han Solo, like he has to be, his character has to be cool because he just flies a plane. That's all he does. Like, yeah, he doesn't do anything else. He He's, doesn't have a force. He, he also do like that. he also like, doesn't really carry a lot of responsibility in the series. You know no, what I'm saying? Like no, he's just he's like just I'm, a guy, I'm Han. Like, I'm gonna fucking take off on you guys. I don't care if you're fighting Vader. <laughs> fuck off. Right. So it's just like. It's funny enough that he's important enough to like, because I mean, if you talked about solo origin movies, uh, I mean. Hansilla wouldn't be the first one that I would think of. Like, you know, I would Man, there's a lot of origin stories you could go with. And, Princess and Leia. Great story. Would be amazing to watch one, her grow like. up. Right. Absolutely. Right. Like especially like do it like right after uh whatever the third one was. They drop her off on yeah. uh Alderaan because mm-hmm. she's yeah. with uh um, what the fuck is his name? Jimmy Smiths, but I don't know what his character's name uh Bail Organa. I would like to see uh, Kind of a chewy one too. Like, I mean, just what? What is that? I think that's part of that the solo tribe, movie. Oh like, yeah, the Wookiees like, yeah. and like what Kashyyyk is like. That'd be cool. I mean, because they wasted my time with the Ewoks. Why not show me the Wookies? Question: like, Would a Wookiee movie be all translated? Like it just be? But no, then it just be they subtitled. Interact with everybody else. Uh, that's true. But how would you? I just I don't know. May, might be. There might be some Wookies that are bilingual that also speak. Oh, that'd be crazy to yeah. see. Like, hey, what's like, up, Steve? <laughs> Did that chewy looking motherfucker just say, know, hey, man, what's like, up, Steve? There's a lot of there's a lot of things that I feel like could be. I want to see the origin story of. Uh, I always forget his name. Um, so Darth Vader, his boss. Oh, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. So before see... the Senate. 
Yeah. Okay, that'd yeah. be a cool story. Like, yeah. like when his dabblings with the dark side actually began before right. he was all of a sudden the emperor of fucking everything. Right, exactly. Because right. it's just like, he's the senator. Everybody's like, oh, Senator Palpatine, See, you're so I nice. I feel like that would play a part maybe in Yoda's story too, though. Like, I Great, mean, you know, yes. Because and then, I would imagine they've known each other for a while. Only one thing that would be really, <laughs> that would be really difficult would be if you do that Senator Palpatine story, in some way you're going to have to include Count Dooku. Christopher Lee's dead. So he'd be one character you'd either recast or do the CGI yeah, magic yeah. too, which Did is crazy. Did you hear the rumors about them recasting uh, Princess Leia with Meryl Streep? No, I don't want that to happen. I'm okay with it. No, I love Meryl it's Streep. It's Meryl Streep, so she could do I, anything. I love Meryl Streep. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing about that. I think... But it was interesting to me that they didn't kill her off when I finally saw Last Jedi. You thought they were going to, too, yeah, in I thought, that one I spot? I assumed they were going to... You were like... Yeah, I assumed they were gonna kill her off, and she was alive the whole time. So, I mean, I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me, like with it being the new, like the complete. Like I feel like she compl- she was able to complete that role to what it was, and mm-hmm. then because now we're where are we at in Last Jedi? Like we're the uh, resistance is almost to nothing. Right, it's Leia and a few people like Leia, Poe, Finn, Ray, yeah, Chewie. The droids and a couple soldiers that are just fucking random people. Oh, Rose, that lady Rose, the little yeah. Asian gal. Yeah. Um, so it's like down to literally almost nobody. So how do you get out and of losing Leia? And what's his name's the leader now? Uh, uh, Poe? No. Uh, oh, 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 Kylo Ren on, yeah. the, on the dark side, yeah. Darth Vader Jr. And uh, <laughs> Lil Vader, <laughs> Lil Vader. Uh, Lil Episode Vader. title is definitely um, Lil Vader. And Luke is around, floating around. Dude, he's, he's got to be a spirit. And go, now like a force they ghost. inspired whoever who at the end when they show those kids, they might be somebody or something or like you know. I thought about that, and the kid that Greg that force pulls the broom to himself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what if that? Because you know, Ryan Johnson, the guy that directed Last Jedi, has been tasked his own trilogy of Star Wars movies. Really? That's not anything to do with the Skywalker story. So this is its own pocket universe. It okay. could be it could be old Republic stories. It could be wherever. Or mm-hmm. it could be that little kid. We could be getting that little kid's origin and that was just a little fucking yeah. Easter egg to shoot that into that the future. Cool. You know? What I will say this, I read mm. one of the Star Wars books one time. Um, cool. And it was uh, Obi-Wan. Okay. When his, him and his master... Uh, or his Jedi Master, but his Jedi ma- in that story, his Jedi Master was dealing with turning towards the Force, and Kenobi was trying to convince him otherwise. So I'm wondering if that's going to be in the Kenobi stuff. Ooh. Like I don't know. Like there's, yeah, like his Master starts to lose faith and try to go to the dark side or whatever. Like I mean, you know, we can all justify why the dark side is okay. <laughs> I mean, there are some I perks could. to the dark side. Yeah, I that's mean, what I'm honestly. saying. Like, we, I, I think that, you know, there's some... One word. That, what? Sex. They let you have sex. The dark side lets you have sex. I'm oh, they, you can't have sex on mm-hmm. the... Jedi, nah, no touchy-touchy, no anything. You can't even be in relationships, technically. That's why but Anakin's what's her name? whole... But Leia, remember, so they show that Leia also has the Force? But she's not a Jedi. She never trained as a Jedi to become. True. She never got a lightsaber. True, true, true. I mean, true, she true. just had it in her bloodline. Cause... So when you're a Jedi, you just can't do it. So then Finn and uh, what's her name? We're going to have to bone before there, she becomes it, a Jedi. Yep. Okay. Um, that's Even though she's already a Jedi. In her own way, yeah. She's totally. And I also think that that, that was a swerve. Kylo Ren saying that her family was nobody's. 
I don't think that's true. I think we're going to find oh, out no, a major yeah. reveal that like Luke's her father. Oh, no, yeah. Or, I think Luke's her father for sure. Or, or maybe if it's not Luke, it could be that she's like the but spirit who, ghost. Who, who's her of, mother? Well, I... Because, I mean, even I as a child knew that Luke Skywalker did not like girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when I watched it, I was like, there's no way. I was well, like, I mean, he did he kiss tra- his sister. Yeah, he kissed his sister. That was the traumatizing thing. And now all of a sudden I was like, I mean, Mark Hamill's kind of, you know, I mean, that's fine. You know, but, it's funny that you say that. They actually brought up Lando's sexuality in um, in the Solo movie. Really? Like that he might just be a, like pansexual fluid. They didn't really describe which way he'd go. They didn't say words like that, though, right? Well, let me pull up the article. They better I just, use those <laughs> those uh, terms. You're like, not my childish Gambino. Well, no, no, no. no. I'm just saying using the terms like in the setting of Star Wars does not make any sense. Like you can't use the term pansexual in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, they don't know what that is, especially in a universe where there's there's what? How many type of species of like thousands? thousands. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure nobody's even thinking about that. Like there are humans who have fucked aliens and Wookiees who have fucked Ewok. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's happened, probably. I would imagine. There's no way it hasn't. So, I'm going to read this. Uh, Jabba was going to bone Leia, so. Oh, that's so gross to think about. So, I mean. On his big-ass tongue. She would have enjoyed the big-ass tongue, though. That would have been the only part she probably would have enjoyed. every Or... Maybe he has like acid tongue. I don't know. Um, but they asked uh, if Lando's sexual prowess is so intense he doesn't limit his himself to pursuing one gender or even pursuing one species. And uh, Jonathan Kasdan, one of the directors, mm. said, <laughs> I would say yes, um, Lando is pansexual. There is a fluidity to Donald Glover and Billy Dee's portrait of Lando and his sexuality. So they did, in fact, throw there, the pansexual thing out there. That's unimportant to me. Are there Colt 45s in the Han Solo? Oh my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> in the Han Solo, is he just drinking Colt 45s? Like, yeah, what's up? What's going on? Maybe yeah. they don't call it a Colt 45, but maybe, maybe. that's like maybe in the that's glass. Just water oh. there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's just... where Colt 45 came from. We just canned up their water. In Bespin? Yeah. Bes- this is Bespin's water. That's hilarious. It's delicious. Um, well, dude, is there anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? Today? Uh, no. I think no. I might. I think let we... me let me preface this. I might return. Like people might get a little bonus of me right. reviewing Deadpool two because it's not out yet. Yet, of course. But by Monday, it will be out. So hopefully, before Monday, I will see it. Um, so maybe you'll hear my voice again. But before okay. we get there, I want to thank you again for coming on the show, man. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it for having me, man. I like podcasting with you. It's a blast. It's a fun. It's a fun time. Yeah, I enjoy absolutely. It. I enjoy it. Um, and like I said, anytime, any show, we're going to definitely have you on Journey into Wrestling when next cool. season kicks up because that'll be a fun thing. Mad hype, all in, sold out I, in like no time. We, there's a lot of stuff I'll talk to you now when we get off this. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. what I noticed something happened in wrestling, and I'm like, okay, I think these are the seeds for something amazing. Oh, but okay. We'll talk about that. Sounds good. All right, well, before we get out of here, folks, as always, you can check out the Journey into Comics podcast at journeyintocomics.com. That's where you'll get the Journey into Comics network, where you'll get all of our shows on one feed. As always, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash journeyintocomics. Give us $1. You'll get early access. Give us 3 bucks, You'll get early access and exclusive content. Check us out on social media at uh, facebook.com backslash journeyintocomics podcast or Instagram at journeyintocomics or on Twitter at JIC Network. And lastly, you can get us on all the different podcasting platforms, whether it's iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, or Spotify. 
Just search Journey into Comics Network, and again, you'll get all of our shows there. Keith, thanks so How much. How do you man. remember all that? Man, I've done it so many times. <laughs> I just is, like I lock that is a in. Lot you know, going on. I was like, uh, wow. Just and like, and depending on the show, some some of that information the force changes. Is strong in this one. Man, the uh, pod is strong uh, in this one. Oh, <laughs> that's the episode title, folks. We well, should get t-shirts made like that. The you pod is strong in right this now. one. Oh my god, <laughs> the pod is strong in this one. Uh, it's done. It's already yeah. a thing. Fuck yeah, man. Well, Keith, thanks so much for coming on, man. Again. All right. And for uh, sure. as always, folks, for Journey into Comics, I'm Nate, and I am Keith Evans, and we will see you, folks, later. As always, pull your caps back, rip open your heads, and fill your brains with shit. Hey, whoa, don't, nope, don't go anywhere. Hold on. I know, I know Nate said, fill your brains with shit, and that typically means that we're at the end of the episode for Journey into Comics, but unfortunately he forgot to do something very important that you should probably do on a fucking comic book podcast, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome back to the show, give him a round of applause, round of a, no, nobody, okay, Nate, welcome back. Thanks, Deadpool. So, hey guys, how's it going? Today, I'm actually coming back on to Journey into Comics right now to discuss Deadpool 2. I went and saw it in theaters this weekend, and I have a lot to say about it. Uh, You know, when I went and saw the first Deadpool, I had a lot of thoughts and particular ideas of what they might have done with the story and expectations. Kind of got blown out of the water. They kind of went their own route. Very interesting. Um, So this movie, I didn't go in with any expectations. I read some reviews. People had said things all over the place. And uh, I just want to say we are going to get into heavy spoiler territory. So if you've gotten this far in the podcast, uh, first of all, thanks for sticking around because we're getting ready to do like a secondary, uh, you know, what do you call it? Like a a tail end coda of the podcast, you know. So anyways, let's get back to it. I went and saw Deadpool this weekend. And first of all, the trailers, there were some fucking funny trailers. Like we saw Tag is a movie that's coming out with Jeremy Renner. Looks like I fucking found Hawkeye. Uh, also, we had uh, some Muppet movie. I don't know what it was called. But it had like a Muppet jizzing with Silly String all over the goddamn place for like two solid minutes. It was absolutely fucking grotesque. Uh, but overall, it was actually pretty good. So, we get into the actual flick itself. And you know that with Deadpool, they kind of aren't fucking around. So DP is like kicking ass and taking names all over the place and getting into different fight sequences and, you know, right out of the gate, earning that hardcore R rating, amputating and and taking the limbs and decapitating people and whatnot with his swords in the first opening few minutes. You know, he's uh, he does a really good job of being like totally the Deadpool that we know, sarcastic, witty, humorous, fourth wall breaking and whatnot. Uh, it goes back to Vanessa, and they're talking, and some guys they didn't finish up wind up showing up, and Poole's doing all of his things and being the superhero that he is. Unfortunate. Oh, you know what? Actually, we totally didn't. The very first part of the movie is actually Deadpool blowing himself up. I totally forgot about that. Like, he blows himself up, and then he's like, six weeks ago. So they go back to six weeks ago, because it wouldn't be a Deadpool movie without doing some weird time travel business where they started at a totally different spot in the movie, and then built back to that spot. So, Vanessa gets shot, and it's really, honestly, like, genuinely great acting from uh, Ryan Reynolds. Like, you really feel the moment. It, for a minute, takes you out of it that it's superhero at all. Like, you're like, wow, like, there's really some pretty deep emotions there. You know, uh, Ryan Reynolds is a phenomenal actor, and just seeing him do that was was great because he got to you know show a different side of his his character 
and go a little bit deeper. So this drives Deadpool into like, you know, uh, a suicidal rage, which is back to where we're at in the six weeks ago. He blows himself up and, you know, out of nowhere, here comes Colossus to save the day. And it's awesome because Colossus has like a much bigger role in this movie than the first one. He brings Wade Wilson in a body bag and parts uh, back to X-Mansion. And Wade gets himself back together. And they're like, you're not ready to be a trainee yet. You're not ready to be an X-Man yet. Like, you're just going to chill out. And then they're like, okay, finally at some point they're like, he's ready. You're ready to do it. You're ready to do the fucking thing. So he puts the trainee thing on and they go to their first case, which is this kid, Russell Firefist, I think. And he's New Zealand. Oh, yeah, a little bit of New Zealand here. He's uh, just a little bit New Zealand, and he talks a little bit like this, but a little bit different, because, you know, this is more of a Taika Waititi when he's doing it, but I'm not quite quite do that. So anyways, he's, like, got the this fire fist thing, and he's really angry, and it's, like, this terrible scene at this orphanage-type place, or this, I don't know what, the facility, I don't know what the fuck they called it, I can't remember. Uh, but essentially, Deadpool, like, tries to be the hero and realizes that this kid's being abused, right? And he's like, fuck these dudes. Like, why would they abuse a kid? That's the lowest form of scumbag possible. Like, let me bring some justice upon these motherfuckers. And, you know, you've got... uh, Oh, also, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead in an awesome relationship with... uh, Fuck. Yukio, I think? I can't remember that girl's name, but it was awesome having that in the movie it you know it was just really cool to see like the normalization of the way society actually is and not some like really super uh heterosexual imagery of the way things were portrayed in Hollywood for a long time you know one man one woman situation that's all you have never two dudes never two chicks never any amalgamation of that so good to see that Deadpool took some risk I think they actually said this was the first like lesbian superhero couple ever on a major motion picture flick and it's like killing at the box office we're going to talk about that here in a minute as well so you know uh one thing to say is that uh Deadpool tries to be do the right thing and he lays some justice upon these motherfuckers and kills a bunch of dudes and then they're like, whoa, you're fucked up. We're going to take you in. And he loses his trainee, X-Man trainee thing. And uh, he's in this, like, max security facility and with Russell. And Russell's like, I'm going to find the biggest guy here. And I'm going to kick his ass. You know, because he's like, that's what I'm going to do, you know. And uh, so they go to plan that. And they're like, you know, oh, one thing to note is that they have these collars on. They keep their powers away. So they don't have any superpowers at this time. And so DP's just dying of cancer, essentially, with no regenerative ability. He's just fucking dying. And there's this big, like, maximum security fucking door. It's huge, you know? Like, what the fuck? And they, you know, they're saying that that's the icebox, and the biggest, baddest dude is there. And sure as shit, man, the biggest, baddest dude is in there. We'll get to that because there's like all this other shit going on because to go to a totally different place in time, we catch up with Cable. Surprise, he's in the movie. Cable is in the future and he's seeing the ashes of some people that he seems to care about and he's like, fucking go back in time. And he is on a manhunt. 
and he ends up at the max security place, and he's trying to go after Russell. It's not Deadpool. He's going after Russell because Russell, spoiler alert, killed Cable's family. So he's trying to prevent that from happening, right? All right, so the, the it's like an attempted destruction of... Uh, of of you know like Deadpool's trying to protect Russell and Cable's like why are you protecting the fucking kid was he your friend or something he's like I don't even like that kid Deadpool's like I don't even fucking know that kid he's not my friend you know he's just trying to do the right thing and you shouldn't fuck with kids it's fucked up so Russell hears that and he takes off and stays in the prison and DP gets out uh oh yeah cause he uh that's right Cable throws him and he breaks his fucking back and his thing comes off. Like he 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 dies, but his fucking thing comes off. And he comes back all fucking Deadpool and kicking ass and whatnot. You know, so Deadpool realizes he's like weighing over his fucking head. And he's like, uh, okay, let's put together a team. We're going to put together a team. We'll just interview a bunch of people. And it's like Bedlam shows up and Shatterstar shows up and uh, Peter shows up and Domino shows up. And Vanisher shows up, and Dopender shows up because Dopender's in the movie and he's awesome, but he's not actually helping. He's more like kind of like a guy that's helping uh, Weasel at the bar, and uh, so they they're like, okay, this is gonna be the team, and they're gonna go. And the thing is, is like Russell is getting moved to a max security thing, and they're certain that that's where Cable's gonna attack. So they come up with a plan. And they're in this helicopter, and this is the scene you guys have seen in the trailers where it's like, X-Force, and you're like, holy shit, this is going to be so cool. And then the whole entire team proceeds to die in various ways for the most part. Like, uh, Gary's like, it's a little bit windy. Like, shouldn't we be mindful of the wind? And they're like, no, it's fucking fine. Like, come on, Peter, don't don't be so pussy about the wind. Like, it's just the fucking wind, bro. It can't do that much. It can do just enough because it... Uh, you know, Deadpool, like, lands on a sign, he gets stuck on a sign, and then, like, Shatterstar gets sucked into, oh, there was also that Spit Venom dude, I can't think of his fucking name, um, but he had, like, the acid spit or whatever, he's also there, he gets sucked into, like, a wood chipper, and, uh, Bedlam gets hit by a fucking bus, and, Shatterstar, something happens to him. I don't like, I don't remember everything exactly how it happened. Uh, but for the most part, everybody's dead. Domino is alive. Uh, Peter will, was alive, but then he, he fucking ends up biting it too. Uh, so it's like, oh, that sucks. But Domino survives and she actually gets into the truck, the max security truck that's, that's taking Russell, who's made a new friend, by the way, with the, you know, um, juggernaut, as it were, uh, which we find out is in the movie, which is totally badass. Uh, the, their shenanigans, they, they actually end up breaking juggernaut out accidentally and Russell as well. Uh, Cable comes to the realization he needs some help. So he actually enlists with Deadpool in a fucking hilarious scene where Deadpool has baby legs. Um, cause he got, oh, cause he, yeah, yeah, cause, cause, uh, Ju- Juggernaut rips him in half. So, uh, and he's like, I'm a big fan of, he, Dead, Deadpool's a huge fan of Juggernaut and lists like a bunch of comics and shit, which was really fucking hilarious how he did that. So 
ultimately Cable and company are going to go confront them one last time, and they're going to try to stop Russell from getting his first kill, because if they can stop him from getting his first kill, it'll prevent him from destroying Cable's family in the future. So they go back to the orphanage or what have you, and Domino, who's a badass, like, totally cool how the whole, like, they used her lucky powers and, like, to make it really, I don't know, it was really just cool how the, the, like, and even Deadpool mentioned, like, that's a really lame power that doesn't have a lot of, you know, cinematography, uh, adva- you know, like, uh, you can't do a lot with the cinematography to show off that power, and you can, because, like, her running under a fucking car that just misses her, and her just, like, always going with her gut, and it always working out, and it working out in such a fucking cool way, and she doesn't know why she's a part of the group with X-Force yet, come to find out the orphanage is where she came from as well. So this dude that had been torturing the headmaster, the headmaster who'd been torturing Russell, like Russell wants to kill him and Juggernaut's going to help him because he's fucking all pissed off too for whatever fucking reason and doesn't want, you know, anybody to hurt him, uh, hurt Russell that is. So they're like going to go on this fucking rampage. X-Force shows up and it's back and forth, back and forth. It's crazy. There's a lot of fighting, a lot of action-y stuff. And they take out all the dudes at the orphanage, which are which is fucking cool how they like have this cool fight scene. It's like Cable and Deadpool and Domino and Dopender beating the shit out and all these guys beating the shit out of like these uh, you know, child abusers essentially in the movie. And uh, so the only way you know, Russell can't kill. So they're trying to find a way to stop him and Deadpool would come to the thing like with Cable, hey, give me thirty seconds. Cable goes to actually shoot and kill Russell, and Deadpool jumps in the way. Boom, takes a bullet and is going down. He's got, he had also put on the uh, the fucking collar again, so he's dying again. And Russell's like, oh, man, you really, ch- you, you saved me. Like, I can't believe you saved me. That was, only a true friend would save me. Uh, so he's like, oh, I'm not going to kill. And then, like, History has changed. The teddy bear goes back to normal. There's like a seven and a half minute death sequence, spoiler alert, with Deadpool where he's dying on the ground, but not really. And he just keeps going, I don't want to really go. And like, you know, like uh, keeps coming back to life when you think that it's over, which is awesome. Um, And you're like, wow, this is really dark. And like it's starting to fade. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you see Cable fucking with this time travel thing. And you're like, oh, he's going back to the future. That's cool. Like he is Marty McFly in this movie. Neato. That's not what happens. He actually goes back to just before they start this big, massive fight. And he puts something on Deadpool, but you don't know what it is. And boom, Deadpool gets shot, fast-forwarding, obviously. And the bullet catches with something because it's the coin that he was going to give Vanessa as an anniversary gift, which was the first part of the movie. Because it was their anniversary that they were celebrating. That's why he was home late. That's why he was sad. He said that he met up with some dude dressed as a bat who's all, who, whose mother's name was also Martha. Now they're best friends. It's a great reference. And uh, also interesting to note that he said Dable, that Cable was so dark he should be in the DC universe. Also called him Thanos. Also brought up uh, calling Domino Black Black Widow. And you had a reference to Winter Soldier's arm. Uh... I mean, man, across the board, there were a lot of different cool Marvel references. Surprisingly, no Stan Lee cameo in this movie, although he did appear as a portrait on the wall in X-Mansion. I guess it was a scheduling conflict, and they just couldn't get him locked down. Oh, Vanisher dies by power lines earlier in that sequence, by the way, which, spoiler alert, massive A-list cameo here because Brad Pitt is the Vanisher um, with 
approximately like three seconds of film time in the movie. Three, like probably three to four seconds total. So Cable wastes one of his, his final trip to stay in the timeline they're in now because he knows his family is safe. Uh, and he's going to start helping out Deadpool. So that's the movie, folks. And you're like, oh, cool. And then the after credits is uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, who's also in the fight with Colossus and Domino and and, and Pool and, and whatnot um, against Juggernaut, which that was awesome. They, uh, they, they like put a electrical cable up Juggernaut's ass and shoved him into like a body of water and electrocuted him. Uh, also, Juggernaut makes reference that Professor X is his brother. Uh, without saying like, hey, Professor Charles Xavier is in fact my brother, they actually were more coy about it and said his piece of shit brother in the wheelchair, you know, was trying to always read his mind. Bingo, bingo, bingo. It's all inferred. So then Deadpool is has given, he, he snatches the time thingy from Cable and gives it to Negasonic Teenage Warhead, who fixes it shockingly and then gives it back to Deadpool even more shockingly who goes and cleans up the timeline per se he goes back to the beginning of the movie essentially retcons the whole movie because he saves Vanessa um he goes and you know uh he actually went back to X-Men Origins Wolverine and kills Weapon 11 which was his other character also dead essentially deadpool but more weapon 11 and in his shitty wade wilson uh which featured a cameo from hugh jackman however it was just like i called it on journey into comics 191 a cameo that had been shot from a different movie that was just hugh jackman from that movie that was just they superimposed deadpool into a different part of the scene you know and made it to where hugh jackman actually wasn't filmed it was just footage from that older movie which was cleverly done uh, he even goes back and kills Ryan Reynolds and stops him from uh, from signing on to do Green Lantern. He kills him before he has a chance. So all is right in the world. Green Lantern never happened. X-Men Origins Wolverine never happened. Deadpool 2 did happen. The movie's good. I'm going to give it a four stars solid. I will not say it's better than Infinity War because in no way, shape, or form is it better than Infinity War. Um it did get a little too serious in a couple moments in the movie and took away from some of the comedic tone of the other movies while still being absolutely hilarious. It found its own footing, which I liked. Uh, I feel like, though, the Infinity War is a moment they've been building for a long time, and you can't like downplay that moment. 18 movies led to that moment. Deadpool 2 is the second in a series of two, so it's just it's still early, you know. Uh, interesting to note. There were M-Day um, banners that were in the orphanage, which could easily mean that that's a subtle way for them to introduce the possibility of the House of M being how the X-Men get brought into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which would be super awesome, just in my opinion. Uh, oh, Also, I want to mention, and I don't think anybody's noticed this yet, but on Dopender's Taxi is actually an advertisement for Alpha Flight, which was the Canadian X-Force team, or a Canadian X-Force type team uh, from Marvel Comics in the 70s. So pretty cool to have like a little, you know, t wink and a nod there. Uh, yeah, I really, I, I dug the movie. I was very happy with, overall, the story that was told, again, the time travel thing and retconning essentially the whole movie after you did the movie is so Deadpool and 
very, very, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It's kind of expected, I guess. But I don't see us use, they, they're not probably going to use that plot device forever because Deadpool through time would just be crazy. Um, it is interesting to note, though, that there's a lot of possibilities. And uh, with that being said, you know, it's just like, I think Deadpool has room to improve. I feel like, oh, oh, he also retconned all the deaths that happened to all of his friends, all of the X-Force team. So those are undone. Just go home, Peter. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say solid four-star movie. I dug it quite a bit. It's definitely enjoyable. It's definitely funny. It's definitely worth a watch. If you haven't seen either of the Deadpool movies, might even be worth a double viewing back-to-back just to, like, really cram it in there. I really loved the story with him talking to, like, Deadpool essentially wants to just die because every time he dies, he gets to see Vanessa. And she's telling him, like, it's not time yet, Red. Like, it's not time yet. And, man, they even give you the moment where they think you think it's time. And then he gets pulled back because the, 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 the cable time travel thing. So, yeah, I mean, heavily, it did. Okay, okay, so you're probably wondering, like, four stars, what could they have done better? Not much. I think that the music... They could have chose some better songs. I felt it was really kind of a cop-out that only four years after Guardians of the Galaxy, they brought the Escape Pina Colada song back uh, because it was just like, I just heard that in Guardians. I associate that song with the Guardians. That song is a Guardians of the Galaxy-like song, essentially, if we're looking at it from a movie standpoint. So uh, when I heard it in Deadpool, I was like, well, Quill's not going to fucking show up, you know? Um also, apparently someone said the Joker is in the movie. Like, the DC Joker is somewhere in the movie as an Easter egg. Also, Wade says that he's Batman. I'm Batman. Uh, so, yeah, funny, good. Uh, the music could have been better. Uh, there were just some eh, kind of like lame 80s cheesy typical picks that you kind of figured. And I like that they did like the, the play on John Cusack say anything and with the boombox and whatnot. And... Uh, I don't know. I I just think that it was really good, but I I don't I. It's like just as good as the first one. It, it like they they didn't really outdo themselves. I don't I don't know how to say that. Like definitely more gory. The story was interesting. Cable is an interesting character. They brought in a lot of different B list or D list or C list or Z list or whatever you want to call it. Heroes from across the spectrum of comic books in Marvel. Um, and then maybe paid some funny disservices to some of those characters and just threw them away as soon as they brought them on. Oh, there was also a funny cameo with most of the... I'm pretty sure most of the X-Men First Class group was in like the library in the X-Mansion, and Beast is there. I know I saw Beast and Quicksilver for sure. That's Evan Peters, and the doors being shut really fast. Uh, surprised that no one actually has really like brought that up, but yeah, that's one that was a really interesting, cool part. Uh, I don't really have anything else, folks. Uh, this has been episode 192 of Journey into Comics. I really, really, really dug talking to Keith earlier on in the episode. He's a great dude. Always fun to have him on the show. I need to actually figure out what we're gonna call this episode. Hey, I don't know. I'm not sure what we're gonna call it. Um. Not Brown Panther. That's uh that that's a reference to Deadpool. Let me say that he calls Dopender Brown Panther, which is funny. Uh, again, kind of reference to Wakanda a little bit with how he does the X Force logo. Isn't that a little derivative? Um, but man, 
I like Deadpool. It was really good. Deadpool 2, go see it. It did $133.5 million opening weekend, um, crushing and almost catching up to its the first movie, which had so much hype around it. Uh, and this also coming just off the heels of Infinity War, where people are still in theaters seeing that movie. Uh, shockingly, Infinity War in its fourth week is still making like tens of millions of dollars over the weekends and, and, and during the week and whatnot. And they're rolling on and, and they're $1.8 billion right now in the first month. It's very possible they will reach $2 billion. Who knows? But uh, if that, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Journey into Comics, folks. Be sure to stick around. We're on the road to 200 here. Only eight episodes left before we get there live at LoffyCon. We hope to see you guys there. Your beautiful faces. Uh, I want to thank Keith Evans once again so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure to talk to him. As always, for Journey into Comics, this is episode 192. What the fuck are we going to call this? I've been Nate. As always, do me a favor. Let Deadpool take his little sword and just chop your head clean off and fill your brains with shit.